0: Hi, this is Christine Griggs, and I'm Shelly Blevins, and we're just two crazy old widows who
1: decided to start a podcast, and by old, she means middle-aged. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Dare to Live podcast. I'm Shelly, and I'm Christine. Today, we have a, a special guest with us. We have our friend Elizabeth Cunningham. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being here. Sure, thanks for having me. I think it's the coolest story of how we met you because mm-hmm. it was at one of our meetups. and I think around
0: Christmas time. I think
1: it was our Christmas meetup. I could be wrong on it, that. But it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think it's so cool because you were just one of the ones that came there. I feel like someone had told you about it. Like None of us had ever met you, and you were just so brave, just came there on your own without knowing anyone.
2: I did. I I literally walked in off the
1: street. <laughs> I mean, that's you know that's um, what this I, is all about. I just think it's the coolest thing. Yeah.
2: My parents are in the process of moving here. They still are. They they can't seem to sell their house in Kentucky, but at the time this was in um November. Um they were looking at houses at the same time my unfortunately husband passed away, so they were in the area and they happened to go to um, a house that there was a real estate agent that knew about um, widows, what was called Widows with Wings. Um, mm-hmm. And um, the real estate agent told my my mom, well, my mom first told the whole story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, um, the real estate agent told my mom about this um, this organization, and she came back to me and told me about it. and I looked it up on online and um, saw that there was a meetup, and um, it happened to be, like, that week. And um, so I just, I just showed up. And it was, it was raw. I was, um, like, four weeks out oh. from losing my husband. And um, so it was hard. It was really hard. But I, at the time, I felt like I didn't know anybody who had been through this process before. And I needed to talk to some people that had been because I just felt really lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fortunately was able to meet... You guys, and I was able to meet, you know, a number of other folks that um, had also been through, you know, obviously the same kind of situation. And um, it's it's been it's so nice to have people that um, understand and, you know, just to hear, hear everybody else's story and to understand that I'm not going through this alone and that what I'm experiencing is not abnormal. And so I'm just super thankful that I was able to kind of come across the group and um, happen into the meetup.
0: Yeah. And it's funny that you say that too, because I was just, um, you know, about it, it being so lonely, of course, we know that. And, you know, I talked about how Father's Day was just such a cruddy day for us. Um, but yeah. I did, you know, I did think about all my my fellow widows, and I just kind of, you know, threw up a prayer, like, I hope this day isn't The worst,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, because again, we've been through the worst. But that just knowing that, like, even if I was sitting there, like, feeling crappy and just kind of just not having a great day, I knew that there were probably other women out there feeling the exact same. And it does, you know, to Elizabeth's point, you just you don't feel like it's anything abnormal because all the other widows get it and are like, "Yep, Mm -hmm. nope, I feel that same way." Or
1: right, and you just don't feel quite alone. Like I just. Like, I'm so happy you came out that night. And I think I probably already told you this then. Like, I don't know that I would have been able to do that. But props to you for just coming out that night because mm-hmm. that's you know, like I said, that's just what this is all about. And yeah.
0: And I mean we've had people who've come and brought sort of a wingman or right, a wing woman, right. as it were. Good for you that you came. I'm so yes, glad you did. And
1: yes, I'm very happy that we that we got to meet you and, and you know, like just also shout out to Bree. Mm-hmm. for her everything she's done for this community with widows with wings and well which is now widows with purpose, with purpose yep but yeah i mean just like a few weeks ago I, I was actually out of town i didn't get to go but when you guys went to help you hear a move or pack up you know it's like we're always all just going to be here for each other yeah for sure yeah I'm very like anxious to hear hear this story because a few weeks ago you messaged us. I know you know we had asked for if anyone just had topic ideas or anything that you know you wanted to hear us chat about or in this case chat with us about yeah. like I'm so happy you're here with us actually you said like the, like a struggle for you is like vacationing mm-hmm. as a widow, and you know I've done this you know, I'm almost 10 years into this. So I have done it. And I know we've talked about it on here before that I'm always, you know, a little intimidated by it. And I'm like, oh, I'm the adult here. Like, am I going to be able to do this myself? Like, I don't know. You just don't feel as safe and secure without your spouse.
0: Well, and and then also for for the widows with younger kids. I mean, think about trying to corral, you know, my two are only sixteen months apart. I think back when they were little, even just to go up to New York, my mom would fly down to drive up with me if Jay mm-hmm. wasn't coming. So, you know, I know all of our kids are a little bit older, so they're easy, easier travel mates, I guess. But like, think about Bree; she's got a baby mm-hmm. and Slate, you know, and you know all the stuff that comes with a baby. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's even logistical things that that are have have to be worked out as a widow. I feel like in that sense too,
1: right? Like, yes. Yeah, so, I mean. Well- I was very glad you brought up this topic because it's it's definitely something to chat about,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, even just working up the the want to go on vacation because it's part of you is like you know, I'm still in my first year, so for me i I feel a little guilty going on vacation, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know my kids are they're teenagers, they're older teenagers i i can I can see the years going by, and I feel like yes. I have to mm-hmm. do for my kids, you know, so that they don't grow up and remember the last years with me as, you know, just, you know, without things like vacations. So, um, I, you know, it's, you're kind of like balancing this, like, okay, I I feel like I need to do this, but I also don't have my heart in it like I have always had mm-hmm. every other time I've ever, like, planned a vacation,
1: you know? Yeah. Right. Well, and I I think I depended on Jeremy a lot to plan it because I'm a terrible planner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... I'm just not good at it. So there's that part of it also.
0: When, and depending on what, for us, depending on what kind of travel it was, you know, if we were, if all four of us were going somewhere, you know, in the minivan, which is, you know, I don't have anymore, but, um, you know, Jay would always drive. I'd even say, do you want me to drive for a little while? Nope, I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Fine. You know, Jay pumped the gas, did all of that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I'm some princess. Like, of course I can pump gas, but, it you know, it was just kind of the way we did things. He he mm-hmm. packed up the car because he was really good at fitting everything in. You should see when I pack it. I'm like, I don't know, just throw it in there, make room. <laughs> I mean, things like that that now I have to do. Mm-hmm. Or if we're going anywhere, you know. I mean, my kids are driving, but I don't think I could actually sit and you know have them driving a long distance no, if no, we were no. you know if we we're having a trip where we were driving. So just to get it's just a whole new reality when you're traveling.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and I think also like that's such a good point Elizabeth when you said your kids are older teenagers and you you just got to have these experiences with them Mm -hmm. Um, because Mm -hmm. I've thought back to you know actually just last week when we scattered Jeremy's ashes in his favorite spot it's like my kids were seven and nine when he passed away and we used to go to that spot all the time Mm -hmm. but they don't totally, you know, they remember it a little bit, but they don't totally remember it because they were so young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And kudos to you for already doing this, because I feel like it took me years before I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring my kids on a vacation by myself. Like I thought last weekend, I wished I had been going back to that spot so much more than Mm -hmm. we have, you know, and I had Bice saying, oh, I really love it here. You know, I don't know why we don't come more often. And I'm like, I don't know why either. That's all on me for the past 10 years, you know, because I didn't do it.
0: Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's Mm -hmm. funny. As we're sitting here talking and I'm thinking about, you know, the places I've gone with my kids since Jay's died. And I don't know that it's ever been just the three of us. Mm -hmm. That the three of us have gone on a trip. You know, like I took the kids. And remember, we went with you and um, Letty to the Uh beach. You know, I've my kids have gone to a beach house. We've gone to see family. family But it's, it's never... Just, it's never just been the three of us. I haven't done it yet. And, you know, Elizabeth, to your point about almost even feeling guilty, like, you know, cause my kids are kind of in the same, you know, I don't, don't have much time left with them, you know, mm-hmm. living home. Mm-hmm. I should, let me clarify that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, one thing I want to do is take them out West, you know, because they I've never seen the Grand Canyon and some of these national parks. And then I think, oh my gosh, this will be so great. We definitely have to do this. But then I'm like, you know what? Jane never saw the Grand Canyon. You know, and so there's well, that feel like, guilty, right? but at the same time, I know he'd want his kids to, to, mm-hmm. to see that and the grandeur of, of everything. So yeah, it's I really not until we sat down that I was like, I've never done it with my, mm-hmm. just my two kids. It's and me. a
1: lot. I mean, it's a lot. And like I said, I just, I think it's so great that you're, that you, you're realizing that yes, because take it from me. Like I've already sent one off to college. Like, you do need that time with them because it's, you know, it's going to get fewer and further between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those bonding years, you know, fade away.
2: I I feel like as soon as they go to college and then they've got their summer jobs and mm-hmm. and then they're up on their own, right, building their own families. And it seems like you've only got so many summers mm-hmm. to pull off a vacation, right? For for me, and the reason I felt that urge is because my um, my son is a camp counselor, um, at a, at a residence camp nearby. And, um, so this summer he, he got, you know, senior counselor position and he's there for four weeks and then he's got a week off and he's back for four weeks. So he's going to be gone for eight weeks at this camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the week in between he and Megan are going to a camp, I don't know if you've heard of it, a camp called Camp Kesham. Um, it is, um, it's a camp for families whose who, the parents are impacted by cancer of some kind, whether they're newly diagnosed or in the process of battling or if they're a survivor or if they're, you know, um, not a survivor. It's a free week-long resident camp, um, and they've got chapters all over the country. Oh, my gosh. And um, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, The kids went last year for the first time and came back with... Lifelong friends, and so they're going again this year. But so, anyway, that's just kind of a little side note. Oh, oh yeah, that I gives love me that. chills. Oh, I've, I've got to never look heard into that. Right, I've never heard of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's amazing. Yeah, I, I highly recommend looking into it. And it's, um, they're such a good comp- like a organization, um, that they just. Really care like when Ryan died, um, the counselors all came to the funeral. Um, mm. You know, and they're they're from Georgia, so they traveled in and came to the funeral to be there for for my kids. And I hadn't wow. really like I didn't really know them, but my kids knew them, and they had people there for them, um, which is huge.
0: That's fantastic. So did your kids go? So they went while your husband was sick. Even
2: I was told about it by somebody who was familiar with the um, organization when he was diagnosed, and the first few years he was diagnosed in. 2020, the summer of 2020. So they weren't doing camps at the time because oh, because of COVID. Of COVID, sure. And so yeah, the first in-person camp session was last summer, and so they went to it while Ryan was still alive. And a lot of um, a lot of the campers there do have parents that are currently battling cancer, or mm-hmm. um, you know, are survivors. So not not everybody is in the same situation that we're in, um, but there are other families where you know the the the, one of the parents has passed away, and the kids are are dealing with that. So it's it's kind of a a mixed bag of um, a state of where these kids are in that yeah. process, and um, it's it's really good because it gives them an opportunity to talk about the situation mm-hmm. with other peers. Right. Um, get going through a Who get it situation. in the same way? So yeah.
1: um, you know, just when when we meet each other and the instant connection we mm-hmm. feel. Like, it's got to mm-hmm. be the same thing for those kids. Like, our, I've never really thought about that. Like, yeah. our kids, you know, they have friends and, you know, but not in that way are your kids really just going to sit around with people who totally get it. Wow, that's just, I can't even, I, that's amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's pretty incredible to get kind of get back around. Um, So William's going to be gone for nine weeks this summer, and, and I realized that, you know, I'm not going to get a vacation with him. And... I don't know, because he's going to be a camp counselor again next year, and I imagine he'll continue going to Kessim. Um, I imagine he's going to um, apply to be a counselor at Kessim and volunteer for a week. Cause this is the last year he can be a camper. Mm-hmm, um, okay. You know, like, I, I just, I think my, my family vacations with him until he's m- a much older adult, they're probably over. And so, you know, that got me thinking about Megan and the fact that she's going to be a junior this year, and she's you know, probably only got a few more summers with her to have vacation. So I felt, I really felt this urge to like, we've got to do something because Mm -hmm. we haven't had an opportunity to be on vacation the past few years because of Ryan's diagnosis. And he went through the whole process of chemo and then trials. And when, when you're dealing with cancer, it's really hard to predict Mm -hmm. how somebody's going to be, you know, in in a month or two or even a couple of weeks. So it's hard to plan a vacation because it's Mm -hmm. not, something that you really can plan. You have no idea what you're going to be dealing with. So we didn't really do much during the time frame that he was battling cancer. Luckily, my brother had rented a house in Florida last summer. Um, and he was like, hey, anybody who wants to come is able to come. It was big enough for his family and my family and my parents. And it ended up working out. And we were all able to go. And that that turned out to be our last vacation as a family. Mm-hmm. Um which was awesome. I'm so happy for that because we have tons of good memories and, you know, pictures and stuff like that from mm-hmm. that vacation. Yep. But I didn't, I didn't want that to be the last vacation I had with my kids, mm-hmm. um, especially with Megan, you know? So, so that's, that was kind of my draw to like, okay, we got to do something. We've got to go somewhere this year.
1: Mm-hmm. And you have also introduced us to something else I had never heard of. So the vacation you guys did do recently was called Pack Up and Go. This is such a cool concept. It is. So tell us all about it, because I had, like I said, I had never heard of that before. And I think it's the coolest thing.
2: I was on a, like, a widow discussion group. And um, there was another widow that had posted a picture of her and her boys in Seattle. And she was talking about the fact that she had done this Pack Up and Go. And this was around the time frame that I learned that William was going to be in camp all summer long. And so I was like, all right, Megan and I had been thinking about it doing a vacation but you know it was around march and it was still pretty fresh for me personally just mm-hmm. you know i was only what four or five months out from losing ryan and i wasn't in kind of this space to plan a vacation right mm-hmm. so um you know i had asked megan for some of her opinions, and she didn't you know she's a teenager so she doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> right mm-hmm. you know she just wants to go on vacation <laughs> so um we were struggling to like make a decision and i just didn't think I had it in me, you know, like we had, my, my son was going to graduate in May and um, Megan had some other things going on. Like it was, we were busy, we were grieving, we were, you know, just mm-hmm. trying to kind of find our own routines. Yeah. So planning a vacation wasn't like a priority, but we, we know we wanted to do it. So I, I pitched the idea to her and I happened to be Doing it, and we were both—we both had um, appointments at a hair salon. So I'm sitting next to her at a hair salon, and I was like, "Hey Megan, (laughs) what do you think about this idea?" And she looked at it, and she was like, "Well, I don't know." So we 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 looked at the survey, and the way way it works is, um, it's a company called Pack Up and Go. They're based out of um, Pennsylvania, and you tell them whether or not you want to fly, how many days you want to be on vacation, and how much you want to spend. And um, and then there's a survey that you fill out. And the survey, like, asks for general preferences for, like, you know, what kinds of activities do you like to do, um, like biking or shopping or, you know, spa days or whatever, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And um, they ask you where you've been before. Um, they've asked you where you've lived before. And they, they ask you questions like, you know, like what kind of dining experiences do you like? For instance, do you like a five star Michelin restaurant or do you mm-hmm. prefer to go to a hole in the wall? And so nothing nothing that kind of would indicate a place mm-hmm. or a location, but just more general kind of preferences. So you fill out the survey and um we did that while we were waiting to get our hair done. We were, <laughs> I fill out this survey and then while I'm getting my hair washed, I'm like plugging my credit card number <laughs> into this app and um and then it was it. And um that was in March and we didn't find out until um June eleventh, the morning we left, um, where we were going. Oh my
1: gosh. And um
2: yeah, it was it was wild because I'm not like that's not me in general. I'm a, uh-huh. I'm very much a planner yep. <laughs> and I like to do lots of research before vacation. So um it was a little hard but, but at the same time it was nice just to have it all done for me. Right. Yes. Just
1: so exciting and adventurous. I mean It's, it's, yeah, that's just the coolest thing.
2: So when you opened
0: it, Elizabeth, was it, did it have sort of like a whole itinerary then kind of laid out for obviously where you were going, but like the activities included, was, was that already
2: all sort of set up for you? You get some correspondence, you get a week beforehand, you get an email that tells you where, what what the weather is going to be like, um, where you're going. Now for us, it was like high nineties, 104, 103. So we were like, all right. This has to be somewhere <laughs> in, like, the Southwest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also tells you, like, when your flights times are um, so that you can kind of prepare when to wake up and those kind of things.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then you're told that you're going to get an envelope in the mail and two days before you leave, and you're instructed not to open that envelope until the morning you leave and... Um,
0: well, that would be hard for and me. And that you
2: would get, yeah, yeah, it was really hard. Uh, <laughs> so I did it, open the envelope. It came in like a, um, like a USPS, like, priority ship, you know, cardboard envelope. So yep, I, uh-huh. I did open that. But it was still sealed inside another envelope um, that said no peeking on it. And you couldn't <laughs> see through the paper because we tried. Um <laughs> So, um, but it does tell you, you know, don't don't open it until the morning of. And so um, the morning of, well, actually I did get an email at midnight the morning of with the flight tickets that I can download them into my wallet and check in on the flights. So I did know before Megan knew um, that morning. So I, I knew <laughs> before oh, okay. I opened up the envelope as we were driving to the airport. And then when we got to the airport... We ripped open the envelope, and you flip it over, and it tells you where you're going. And it comes with a folder that has a whole itinerary for the week. So it tells you what hotel you're staying in. Um, We had a prepaid activity for each day we were there. So we had a bike tour and a food tour and... um, a it was a murder tour because I, I think one of the <laughs> one of the things we put into the survey. My daughter is a big fan of horror movies, um, mm-hmm. so so I think that's why that was in there. And um, a um, some tickets to see the the performance hairspray, um, which is one oh. I've never seen before, so Fun. it was really exciting. Um, and then it, they give you um, reservations, so they make reservations for you at restaurants every day that you're there, and you get a gift certificate for one of those reservations, so you can. You can choose to cancel the ones if you want to, um, but there, it's there for you so that, you know, you don't have to think about it if you don't want to. Uh-huh. Um, there are, they also give you, like, a list of other restaurants to try if you prefer to go somewhere for lunch or if you want to cancel uh-huh. a reservation and go somewhere else. Um, there was, like, a whole tip sheet on, we happened to be going to Austin, so that's where we ended up going. And um, there was a whole tip sheet on, like, hey, this is what Austin's about and some cool facts about Austin. And um, here's a little map of Austin and um, some other cool things to do here. So it gives you all kinds of information that you can use while you're there.
1: It's just the most fun concept. The anticipation, I can't even imagine how mm-hmm. exciting that was, just like not knowing until the last minute where you're going.
0: But And see, I like mm-hmm. the idea that everything's like, that it's, planned for you and they give you some information about it so you still got wiggle room like you research for you you know like you said I think that kind of wasn't where you were about wanting to plan a vacation I am just not a planner like usually somebody else plans it it, and I go along with the you know okay that sounds great I'm easy I'll do whatever you guys want to do um so that appeals to me too this idea that you know you know what my interests are and then here we go Mm -hmm. like I love the randomness (laughs) of it you know
1: I, I love it. Like so had you been to Austin before? No, it's and it's always been one of the things
2: on my list of places that I like to go. Um, we did put in the survey. Um I had asked them nothing nothing overly crowded or touristy, but but I, I prefer like organically funky towns like Asheville. Mm-hmm, um right. and so I think that's that's maybe why they selected Austin, um which which fits kind of in that description.
1: Right. Is there a way to tell them like, places you have already been and, like, maybe didn't want to go? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so, yeah, they in the survey, they do ask you where you've vacationed already so that they can rule those out.
2: Okay. Um, they ask you where, you where you've lived before so they can rule that out, too. And they ask you where you don't feel safe, which I I think is interesting. Hmm. Um, so, like, I put in New York City. I didn't want to go to New York City alone with Megan. Megan was like, can you put Ohio in there? (laughs) Just because she didn't want to go to Ohio. And I was like, listen, kiddo, there could be a cool city in Ohio that we've never been to. Right. Um, We just need to roll that dice.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, even, you know, on the other side of that, even to go somewhere you had already been that you loved, like when it's all completely planned for you and you don't have to do anything, like that would even still be great, even Mm -hmm. if you had already been there maybe, you know?
2: Yeah, you can, you can pick a staycation and I think it's like, I can't remember how much they charge for that, but it's like, they just give you a list of cool things you can do in and around the area that you live in. So, um, and it's just, you know, somebody does some research around your neighborhood or not your neighborhood, but your city. Uh Um, and, and you can choose to drive so that you can take a road trip and they will like plan out stops along the road trip and everything oh too. that
1: would be so great because that's the thing is it doesn't have to be a
0: huge where you're flying somewhere it could be somewhere close i love that idea too yes oh like mm-hmm. i've been talking about have you guys heard about these where it's like i think it's in north carolina i think it's like a vineyard where there's like tree houses and you stay in like the tree
2: house
1: well we have, have you seen that, this I think-, I think i've
2: seen i think i've seen pictures of that mm-hmm. but i didn't know it was at a vineyard yeah. Well, we
1: ha- we have that close to us in Monroe.
0: Is that where it is? I thought well, was... there
1: might be others, but I know we do have it fairly close. But like something
0: like that would be kind of a fun, mm-hmm. like you know, just drivable vacation.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, to stop at different ones mm-hmm. along the way, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. I mean, so fun. So. You loved every second of it, I'm sure. Like, did y'all just have the best time? I mean, I was seeing all your posts, and it looked amazing.
2: It was, it was definitely fun, I have to say. It was an adventure, and um, we enjoyed ourselves. I've not been on a vacation, obviously, with, without Ryan before. And so while I was there, I was realizing that, you know, you, you don't just leave your grief at home when you go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, right. the things that you, you process what you lose through your regular routines. And like, I feel like I'm, 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 I can make it through a day. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) But when I was on vacation, I'm like suddenly processing a whole new set of routines that I had forgotten was part of our routine when we vacationed. And so that, that, there was, there were some times there that were a little challenging, but you know, there was a moment where I was like, Hey, listen, Megan, (laughs) like Uh your dad was the adventurer. I was the idea gal, so I would say, "Hey, let's go do this," and he would be the one to like convince me to leave the hotel room. Um, <laughs> and we we needed that, like that's yeah. how we worked. Uh-huh. And so I was like, "Listen, you got to step up and um, and convince me that it's okay for us to go to do stuff. Otherwise, I'll just stay in here and research, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we won't do anything." So,
0: but again, like, so it was different. And kudos to yeah. you again for going out of your comfort
1: zone. I know, right? And and just the memories that you've just made, like the example you just set for her. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I just love it. I love every single thing about it.
0: So here's the question. Would you do it again?
1: I, well, okay. I, I think I would do it again at some point in my future.
2: Um, I, what I learned through this process is that there are lots of places that I definitely want to go (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm, (laughs) because mm -hmm.
2: when, when you don't know where you're going and you're thinking of all the options, like, you start to get scared. Like, man, I really hope they don't send me to, like, for instance, Vegas. Like, I was really hoping that we didn't end up in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. so, um uh-huh. And when we got the weather, I was nervous. Um, yeah, but then just... I was thinking, oh, it would be cool if we ended up in Austin, you know, or in Phoenix, or there's uh-huh. the places I definitely wanted to end up. And so it gave me an idea of, like, maybe I should just go go there. Right. <laughs> yeah. just... You know, maybe those are the places I should go. So, um so I think I might check those things off my list next before I start to do another like mystery vacation again. Right. Yeah. Um, but I would do it again. And I would definitely do it with other adults. Going with Megan was, was fun, but I, you know what I've, I've, I've not been like the sole adult responsible person on a vacation before, especially in a city. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were lots of times when we ended up in Austin and it was after dark and mm-hmm. we were just, just the two of us. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm the one to make sure that the two of us are going to get home okay. Right. Um, we're back to the hotel okay. And that was a little nerve-wracking for me. So, you know, maybe think that, you know, perhaps, perhaps I should, you know, have my, my parents come with me or my brother or some friends or somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to be another adult on this vacation. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, right. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's what it's been for me is just like I realize, I, oh, I'm the adult here. You know, like I'm you know, when the one, did that happen? Like, I, right? I'm the one keeping us yeah. safe. You know, like I had never even rented a rental car on my own. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, like
0: well, and then I mean, here, here's the other part of it. You know, then there's the financial aspect of it too. I'm in a very different financial situation than I would have been had Jay still been here. Mm-hmm. So that you know, my, even some of your options change, right? You know, in, in terms of yeah. monetary, you know, where could you go, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one thing that that Shelly and I were talking about too is even when you go away and the kids don't go away. Like I'm, I'm going up to New York um, next week to visit family, and my kids. We used to do this every summer, um, but my kids have gotten to the age, and I, I know I don't have to explain it to either of you, you know, where they have jobs that they they can't leave for a week or. They've got other commitments, and and they plus they don't want to either, you know, to be gone for a week and from
1: their friends. Their friends
0: Sometimes aren't there, and you know, once I'm up there, I've got a lot of things, you know, people I'm seeing and that kind of stuff. Where my struggle is right now is I'm like, okay, so they're 15 and 16. They don't really need a babysitter, but yeah, I, I'm going to be away, and so I'm just struggling with the whole. You know, because they're like, we're old for a babysitter, mom. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't need <laughs> to have a party at my house either. <laughs> right. So <Yeah. laughs> that's just another, you know, where if I did go away and the kids, you know, didn't want to go or I wasn't going to take them for whatever reason, you know, they'd stay with their dad and it was fine. Yeah. And I could pack for myself and leave and not think about really, you know, I'd check in, but right. it's a whole different thing now, just traveling. And I know people do it, you know, some women have to travel for work, you know, mm-hmm. so, I know it's doable, but it's also just another just another layer of... Well,
1: right, right. You know? When you you know you can leave him at home, but you're not super comfortable. Or sometimes I just feel bad leaving him at home. You I don't know, think they like, feel bad when
0: I'm gone. I think they love it. But, <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> but yeah, you know,
2: just... Yeah, I think they do, too. <laughs> My kids were... There was a, a time period when, during his... Um, treatments where we were flying back and forth to New York City um, because he needed to, to fill. He had gotten a hepatic arterial infusion pump, and um, he needed to fill in New York City. So we had, we like, once a month we were in New York City for a couple of days, and mm-hmm. the kids... I think they they secretly looked forward to that. The fact that they got to DoorDash their own supper and <laughs> <laughs> right, right. hang out by themselves. Right. And,
0: oh. you know, and we, we don't have family in the area, you know, I've, I live in a wonderful neighborhood and, you know, we've got cameras and people check in, but, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm struggling with, you know, how do I, this is another thing. They've always come with me. This is the first time this is happening. So how are we going to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, you know, kind of figure this whole situation out? But, I mean, we'll figure it out, and hopefully there'll be no big party at my house.
1: <laughs> I can do a drive-by every yeah. now and then if you need me to. Yeah. Oh,
0: I've got all the – that's the thing. The, this day, the kids can't get away with nearly as right, much. Right. They so can't.
1: Oh, my gosh. That no. that does
0: put put me at ease a little bit. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's just all this the uncharted territory. Lie. Yes. Oh, yeah, because they I know. I threaten
2: the cameras all the time because I've got the same thing. I've got, like, four cameras at all angles of the house, so I'm like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like – them when they come and go just so that they know that I know that that they're home so that (laughs) I am watching
0: yep big brother is always there and that's (laughs) what that's me yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: oh well thank you so much for joining us like it was so fun to hear about this trip and I think you know this is all still so fresh for you but all I can say is so far you're you're just rocking it I mean you're doing amazing yeah and like you're doing amazing things.
0: And I'm inspired. I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe like a little, you know, before the end of the summer, maybe a little a little day trip kind of thing. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just so intrigued by this whole mm-hmm. idea. So I know. And thank you so much for sharing this idea. Um, because it's true, it's just another facet of of like this, like I said, territory that's kind of uncharted for all of us. So mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like mm-hmm. giving each other advice and stuff is yet another way that I just—I just think it's really helpful for me. I know,
1: right, right. And you know, like you said in your message too, it just—it's just one of those ways that, as a widow, we can sort of keep up with an adventurous side and, you know, just have fun, make the best yeah. of it.
0: And 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 again, like you said, and be an example to our kids that. You know what? We can still go out and have fun mm-hmm. and do things, and this is what you know Ryan and Jeremy and Jay would want us to do. We right. know that deep down. It's just sometimes executing mm-hmm. it is is right. what can be hard. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, it was. Yeah, it was absolutely a a pleasure chatting with you, and we yeah. will hopefully be able to see you again soon. Yeah, we're
0: hoping to do a meetup again before, mm-hmm. definitely before the end of summer. Yeah. I know the th- summer can be hard, but hopefully we can. Mm-hmm you know, get a couple of things on the calendar.
1: Yes, so thank I'll be you. looking forward to that. And thank
2: you for um, inviting me on. It, it was fun to to share my experience. And if you end up, I, I highly recommend, back in the go, if you end up taking a trip, I'd I'll, I'll love to hear about it.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yes, thank you again, and we will chat with you soon. All right, thanks so much. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye wow, that was really great. Like, I just learned so much. I know. It makes me want to travel, too, doesn't it? I know. And it makes me want to just maybe be a little more adventurous. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just something great to learn about. Like yeah, well, just to
0: be open to, like, oh, let's just see where the wind takes us, you know? Like, right. I love it. Just the not knowing, I think, is, is kind of a cool
1: concept. I love it. She was great to chat with. And also, thanks again to Elizabeth for the idea You know, because we asked our listeners for topics they would want to hear about. And she came back to us with this great idea. So this has been fun. Yeah. I loved it. Me too. Thank you for listening. You can get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram at Dare to Live Podcast. And you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe and share. Leave us a rating or a review. We we always love your feedback. And we will chat again soon.
0: Thanks, y'all.